What's up, y'all? It's your host, Sensei NK, back on another episode. Yes, on track. This is you'll probably hear this on like a Monday, maybe a Tuesday, but you're hearing it. And I have to say, if you listened to my last episode, thank you for listening. And if you're on the Patreon, I think that's what you're called. Shouts out for you, the the individuals. I think there's like six of you now. Shouts out. And if you want to be a part and help the podcast, there's a link that hit says uh, support. And yeah, just support. Give whatever you can. It helps make bigger and better episodes. And yeah. And today we have our guest. David or DSP, whatever you. DSP is for D Smith Productions. Or you can just call me David. David Smith. Yeah. Use your stage name. <laughs> what? Ah. <laughs> uh. But okay, so summer's over. School's about to be started. Well, started, I guess. But yeah, how's how's it been going? Uh, you know, so far it's been pretty smooth. Just been getting used to uh all the online classes and different things like that. Just having Zoom meetings every few hours or so or whatever, and just kind of adjusting to that online workflow and different things like that. So yeah. Oh, that sounds so boring. Yeah, it is. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Well, shit, was summer at least fun for you? Yeah, I thought the, the summer was pretty great. Like, if some uh, of the, like, recent events didn't happen, I probably wouldn't have some of the opportunities that I actually have right now. So for me personally, it's actually been a pretty good summer in terms of making connections and working with uh, different people and things like that. Because I probably, like I said, like, I wouldn't have gotten some of the opportunities that I had if it wasn't for, like, COVID just kind of being around right now. What did you get into? So recently, I, I've i been working with a friend of mine from Toronto. He's a bass player. His name is Anthony Wisdom, or you could also refer to him as Tones. And uh, he put me on to a project. He called me one night. He was like, hey, you know, I got uh, this project for like this one artist. And then there's like this demo that we got to do for this other artist that hit me back about like a collab or something they wanted to see what we could do i was like okay let's get it and so we like stayed up to like 4 a.m just working on uh like the song for a semi-famous r&b artist i'll keep it exclusive though because i don't want y'all hopping on the bandwagon too early (laughs) (laughs) but uh the other artist that um the other singer that i was talking about her name is sona relay and uh she has like over 400k followers on instagram really cool person to work with and so he told me about the opportunity. And Wait, I was so like, it's not hard working with people like bigger people then? Well, the only downside to working with like larger people is that usually they're not super timely with things. Okay. So like, um, uh, like I said, like that other artist. So the song that we did that night, it won't go on her next EP, but probably her upcoming album after. Okay. But because like they, her team like really loved the 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 what we did on there. Like I played um, keys and I added some strings, and my friend from Toronto he added bass. So um, yeah, and then uh, they hit us back, and they were like, "Oh yeah, we really love what you what you guys did. We'd love to hear you guys on another song." And that was like a month and a half ago, and so oh we're just waiting. <laughs> and they said they said they were gonna send us like a new song, but so we're just waiting so they're just you know like not always super timely with things yeah so it's kind of hard kind of like setting up like meeting times and communication can be difficult because sona relay that i'm working with right now is actually from like london 
Okay. So, yeah. So there's like a huge time difference. And my friend's from Toronto and I'm here in Minnesota. So it's just like, but dang, you work it. You literally have a team of three people from three different countries. Like that's like crazy. I, I Like when I really think about it, how you can just have three people from three different countries collaborating on just music all together. You know? I mean, shit, isn't that like the whole point of music? Like yeah. Trying- like pretty much just like getting the right like getting the right team together is probably the most important thing. You got to have people that have like chemistry um, and just like, can just stay locked with whatever you're uh, pr- trying to produce or whatever sound it is that you're trying to get out of I'm, your music. I know that's probably like the hardest part staying on track. Yeah. Especially when you have like a deadline. Oh yeah, definitely. Cause, um, cause sometimes some external, you know, situations may come around. Cause like, mm-hmm. I mean, like, like last week, I went on vacation, so like, I, <laughs> so, okay. so, yeah, so like that kind of hindered me a little bit, but I was still able to. I, I brought like my, my my little portable setup, and I was still able to get a few things done. Okay, but um, yeah, but sometimes stuff happens. Like it could, you know, going for both ends. So you never know what could happen, especially when you have people from three different countries living three different lives and three different time zones. You know, so it can get. A little difficult at times, but at the end of the day, when you have a team that has great chemistry, you guys can always get the job done. What's the difference between like because of you? You posted one song. It was you, and there's this one, a uh, black girl from the U. Oh yeah, my friend Katira. Yeah, yeah, great song by the way. Oh yeah, What's Better Alone. Go listen to Better Alone on what platforms? All platforms. All platforms. Better Alone by Katira. Streaming now. <laughs> Honestly, I feel like I'm so wired that if it's not on all platforms, yeah. I don't want to hear it. Right, uh, right. Yeah, bro. Because like it's it's so easy to do nowadays. Like it's actually, there's some platforms where it's like free. Yeah, to exactly. Because like, like, to be honest, like if you're, if you're an artist that's like not even really, like if you're just putting something out there just to put it out there and you're not really looking to um, like. You're just like, okay, I'm not going to get a whole bunch of money because, you know, streams, you know, they barely be Such paying out anyway. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, so. Oh, for like, y'all that think that I make, like, good money off the streams, I don't. Nah. The, only people, the only way I'm making money is off the Patreons. So, if exactly. you put me on, I just put me on. Right, right. <laughs> exactly. Because, you know, Spotify's not paying you. Apple Music is barely paying you. Bro. You know. Like, so you might as well. Like, if you're not making, like, Drake numbers, bro, like, just you're better <laughs> off, you know, using a an online distribution company that's for free and just takes like 10% of the um, cut, you know, because it's just like, well, 10% of I'm nothing. only going to be making like a dollar off of like 100 something streams. What's the point? <laughs> you know, like paying $50 a month or like a year for um, like a distribution service or something, you know? So it all really comes down to a lot of things like that. I feel it. I feel it. So she's from Minnesota, right? Yeah. And how is the difference working with like a smaller person from like around you than going to someone big? So when working with somebody locally, you can usually like arrange like a meeting time, like at some place. Like I was literally just working with her like like an hour or two before before we met up here. Like that was the artist that I was oh, working okay. with. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah. So uh like it's it's cause it's just like you guys can like kind of relate to everything that's happening in like your area. Whereas like and it's and it's also like easier to kind of keep in touch too, especially if you know you live a lot closer because you know you can actually meet rather than when um, you're kind of working with people from different areas that may be further out. You know you have to do a lot more just like texting and communicating and different things like that 
rather than actually being able to meet in person. Have you been noticing a lot more like big headed, big time people? Have you noticed that? Not, not really. Cause like, I'm not really connected to a lot of people, at least like in this area, really, mm-hmm. especially in like the, um, like rap community, I'd say I'm not really connected to a lot of people, but I haven't personally met anyone that seems that way but i've heard stories of people that definitely can um become big-headed you know just because they have a little song that has twenty thousand plays on uh what like soundcloud or something it's like okay yeah um (laughs) cool you know it's like you haven't done anything like at the end of the day like who are you inspiring like are you inspiring the next generation you know like are you you know like doing something you know like okay you have a, a a song, like what next? Like, are you gonna make like a video? You know, you're gonna promote it. You know, just people just put out a song. Like, it, it just kind of bothers me sometimes because like they'll get the plays, but the song just won't even be good. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just be like, why does this have a bunch of songs? That's a whole nother conversation. But about like. Just people just clout chasing stuff like that and just chasing other people that have a bunch of clout or just listening to a person because they have a, a bunch of clout or thinking that they're good because, because they have they a bunch have of clout those. rather than like looking at like or listening to people that like really I think like really have talent but they're just not known because they're not in scandals or drama or anything like that all the time so they may not be as known you know because I was at I was playing at this this virtual concert right and I was playing with a band, and I was just playing ox. So I was just playing like all the little extra bells and whistles and stuff on my little keyboard. And there is this artist I was playing with, and his name is Yevra. And he had like a really cool vibe with some of his music. And I had never heard of him before. And I checked out his Instagram after. He didn't have like a lot of followers as some of the artists that I know that just really aren't that talented, you know? But, um, so it's just like, at the end of the day, like there's a lot of people in here that just support clout rather than talent, in my opinion. And it just really upsets me. But then again, you know, like I'm not the master opinionator. You know, everybody's entitled to their own opinion. Like mm-hmm. I might think one artist is trash or I could say, oh yeah, this is real music. I mean, everybody thinks <laughs> some type of music is real music. Okay, let's be real. But um, yeah. Did you listen to the XXL freestyles? Did you pay attention to any of that? Uh, I've seen like clips, but not like I haven't like really like gone in and just like listened to the whole thing. But I really should because I want to. I want to see like who's, um, you know, like really making a name for themselves right now. So I should go. I should definitely go check those out. But yeah, I was. I like to look into it like here and there because it's like a freestyle. Yeah. If you're good at making music, you should be able to go crazy on a freestyle, especially if it's written. Right, right. And when I was looking at it, I was like, the every year that goes by, after 2016, it got worse and worse and worse. Mm. And like, I feel like XXL has lost the, what it, it lost its allure. Especially Mm. after Gunna said, I just, I really... I won't do the the one in the pictures where he was wearing like an all neon suit when the colorway was like black and white or right. something like that. I'm like, oh, okay, so he, y'all are just picking the biggest people, but that doesn't make sense because they're already big people. They don't need right. the clout from this. I totally agree because like if they like went and like searched for like 
you know, the underground. Well, because I feel like the fans would be kind of mad because it's almost just kind of like, it's kind of like a, like a draft. Like a, you kind of, you can kind of think of it like an NBA draft, you know, okay. except like without, because isn't, the, is there, because I'm not super familiar. Is it, is it like, like you have like one person that's at the, is it like a list or it's like you have a number one person, you have like a number two person, or is it just like, oh, here's your list. It's just like no a order. list of okay. like 20 people. Gotcha. Right? So it'd almost be like an NBA draft but without the numbers. Okay. Essentially, because um, at least like how I kind of see it, because well, not really, because that one is more based off like talent than clout. Because some people on there may not deserve let, to. Let me get back to <laughs> what I was what I was trying to at the point I was trying to make. But basically, what I've been noticing is they are only hot for like they're getting hot for shorter and shorter periods of yeah. time. Like a few years, it was um. Wasn't Blueface's year, but for example, Blueface. Yeah, he was like really big, really fast. Basically, like a one-two hit wonder. In a sense, yeah. but like the more people that they're freaking, they're more one-hit, two-hits type yeah. wonders. And I've been noticing that that's like a bad state for music yeah. because all music is now. I feel it's just vibes. I expand on that a little bit. Like the only music that's out right now. Yeah. It's just vibe type music. What like, would be like, 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 give an example of like a song. Um, no, no, Uh, the 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 new one. It was like a new big one with like the Drake song. No, it wasn't it wasn't a Drake song, but it was like ah, Don Tolliver's on it. Um, Nav is on it. Gunna's on it. I can't remember what it is. We had to search it up real quick. Oh God! <laughs> we could probably just cut out this part. Literally. Just <laughs> give it. A- oh, also speak uh, closer into your mic. Too. Oh, it's going out. Yeah. In and out. Well, it's not going in and out. It's just that the quality is better when you speak closer into it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. All right. This song. Oh, like stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, that that stuff, you know, I kind of I like that that stuff where it's like kind of chill and just kind of like vibey, you know. Because I, I feel like that's like a wave that's kind of been hitting twenty twenty, where it's like everything's just kind of like chill, but not as much like, like so, super. Like a lot of things are more chill, but not as much like really aggressive. Okay, if that makes sense. Like, like I've been seeing like a lot more like rappers and singers take like that approach. Since everything in the world is so like yeah. hyperized and there's so much going mm-hmm. on, and ever the music is just chilling back down. Yeah, but you don't see that as a problem if all the music is like that. If like what, like just chill? Yeah, they're all the music is chill. I mean, shoot, I don't like. I'm, look, I'm just like, hey, if it's a good song, it's a good song. At the end of the day, but I just, but but then I also like to hear diversity in music as well. But um, or at least just hear like different uh styles or approach because like you have like um that style that you know rest in peace pop smoke but you know like that that UK like he kind of like took like that UK drill sound and kind of like made it into his own like that like you see like a lot of people like kind of like. 
taking that style now and kind of like making it into their own. Cause like, I remember one time I made like a beat like that just to like, you know, switch up the, the clap patterns. And then I heard a lot of people other doing it. I'm just like, oh wow, I'm not the only one that thought of this, you know. But clap patterns, like 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 okay, so you know I have like a. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Because usually you'll have like a beat that'll go like. Right, but what they did is instead of doing, they did this. hear the difference okay yeah Yeah. i I could hear the difference so that's like another trend that a lot of producers and rappers have been kind of looking for at the moment but i mean like music is all about waves you know okay you see like a wave and like a sound because one thing that i've also been noticing recently is artists using um or like using like uh like like vintage the sound. Hang on, I gotta pause it because like that chord is like it's like buzzing or something. Oh well. Like I see it's at seventeen thirty something. Where's uh, the chord? Oh that chord that's on yeah, just jiggle it a little bit. Or like like on like the like push it, it in? Yeah. Oh hang on. Um it's like twist the mic thing a little bit. Yeah, no, it's good. Okay, let me let me write that down. I was like seventeen thirty three to. I was like seventeen thirty to. Let's start it at like eighteen, oh five, or fifteen. Okay, so back to what we were saying. We were talking about like beat pattern. Yeah, we had to do a quick uh. Things we had some technical difficulties, but <laughs> we we were talking about uh, just like oh yeah, music kind of comes in waves and styles. And one thing that I've noticed about recent artists is that um, like they've been using a lot of like vintage, like Motown sound or like '80s sound type mm-hmm. stuff. You know that wave has kind of been hitting because you you know you heard uh, um, that one TikTok trend. I was like. Baby, can give me some? You know that that's sampled from uh, I think it's from Computer Love, from that original song that was from like the '80s, and because I I heard it, I was like, wait, that sounds like an '80s song. So yeah, so like you see like a lot more like that type of sound starting to come back more, which is great for people like me because like I love producing that type of music, or okay, like you'll yeah. see um. Uh, like just like that general like funk vibe, you know, just like like you're starting to see like like that like real groove stuff kind of like coming back with like artists like uh have you heard of Victoria Monet? Okay. Yeah, like Victoria Monet. And there's this other artist, Lucky Day. Like they're bringing back like that vintage style, which is really cool because. Do you like not this, see the problem with that? What? You don't see the problem with that? I don't see a problem with it at all. Huh. Okay. So you're telling me that everyone, they're just reusing stuff, right? Well, not necessarily like reusing, but I'd say reinventing. Because it's not exact same sound. It's like they're inspired by that classic sound with a modern twist. 
Okay. Because, like, a lot of things come and go in waves. Like, some things just kind of repeat over time. Like, recent fashion trends, a lot of them were inspired by the 60s. Because, like, you, you could look at, like, old pictures from the 60s. I'd be like, dang, those clothes look kind of modern. You know? Or I'll see, like, some people wearing clothes that would have been, or hairstyles that would have been popular in, like, the 70s, 80s. So, it's like, stuff just kind of gets recycled and, um, like, over time and just, like, but, like, reinvented, you know? Okay. See, the thing is, I'm looking for, like, a new sound. Yeah. Like, new sound, new clothes, just new, like, yeah. actual, like, futuristic type stuff, but without it being, like, too futuristic. Because, like, right now, like, for me, I feel like eventually we'll get to, like, a new sound, but probably not to, like, the end of this decade or, like, in the middle. Because that's usually what kind of happens is, like, because if you compare music from 2010 to, like, right now totally different but what i don't i i can't really say where music is going but besides kind of having adding that like vintage element back into it a little bit more again but at least that's what's been trending recently but who knows where it's gonna go in the next 10 years who knows what the next trend will be you know because like because if you you can there's a huge difference between music that was made in like right in 1970 and music that was made right in 1980 okay yeah I feel, I feel what you i feel what you're talking about um one thing i do remember from the 80s i'm acting like i was born in the 80s, <laughs> but like i remember the concerts were like a lot better weren't they oh yeah yeah definitely like because i feel like you know there's just like you know since me being a musician you see a lot more people just or rappers and just different things like that just coming out with the DJ. You just have a DJ play all the songs and you have the rapper rap to it and maybe have some dancers or whatever, right? Oh, yeah. It's real cool. But for me, like, there's nothing like having that live band sound. You know? Oh, okay. Like, I know Trippy Red, he did a concert here. He had a band and, like, having, like, a band, like, having, like, a at least, like, a live drummer. You oh, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I know what you're like about. that really adds a lot of, like, vibe, like, having, like, that real sound there, you know? So, like, I have, a lot of respect for artists that still use a live band, even when they could just sing to their tracks. Cause it's just more entertaining when you're bringing something, you're bringing like a show, you know? Wait, have you done any concerts this summer? Oh yeah. This summer. Yes. So, uh, there was that live stream concert that I was talking about earlier. I did that at, uh, I forgot what place it was at, but, um, yeah, we live streamed on Facebook. It was with, Louis Blaze and Yevra. So that was really fun. And my friend Jerome Treadwell, saxophonist, really cool. Okay. And uh let's see. I also did a concert with Gifted Hands. Oh, okay. Um, another young upcoming musicians group out here in the cities. And uh we actually did two events. We did Wait, one- was Joe Mason part of it? Yeah. Yep. Uh, Joe Mason. Uh there's Josh. And then Oh, what's the other girl's name? Kate. Kate. There's Kate. Yeah, that's that's the group right there. And like, oh, and then there's DK. And oh, I almost forgot. I like to wish uh, Joe Mason a happy birthday. Oh yeah, shout out to Joe. It was like a few days ago, but yeah, yeah it's <laughs> best, best like best I could do. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. And then uh, yeah, so we we did an event on like a I think it was like a wait Thursday. is DK your singer? Yeah, he yeah he was a singer, and then okay. there was another guy that was there. I, I forgot what his name was, but um yeah he was pretty cool too. And then uh yeah so we were all out there. We performed outside. It was great. 
And then one of the uh, people that was there, he was organizing this July 4th protest event and he wanted us to be there as well. It was just like, okay, yeah, sure. You know, cause like they, they invited uh, gifted hands. They invited me to come sit in and just kind of, you know, add some extra sauce or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, yeah. And then that, that I think it was on like a Saturday. Yeah. It was on a Saturday and they told us they were going to be out there by like eight. So like, okay, cool. Like sound check was at like five or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like five thirty. They were just out there like waiting, and uh, so Whole time it's just black people time. There's two hours yeah, late. No, yeah, like it was <laughs> like I was just like, okay, this is beyond CP time at this point. <laughs> like, like y'all just, I don't know what happened, but um, yeah, like we were just waiting and waiting and waiting, and then it was dark outside. Eventually, a DJ came. Like we had like all the instruments out there, so like eventually we were just kind of just like just playing music just for fun for a while. And then, like, a DJ came, and I was just playing the drums along to whatever tracks the DJ was playing. It was really cool. And then, uh, yeah, eventually, they all got out there around 10 o'clock. They started to show there's a whole bunch of protesters there. It was great. Um, they had some other performers and singers and stuff. But and then we did our set, and they had, like, fireworks going on at the same time. So there was kind of, like, pieces of ash, like, falling on my keyboard. It's like, oh, crap. I oh, wow. to clean this thing. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that was, that was a really, really nice experience. Speaking yeah. of your keyboard, can you play something? Sure, yeah, I could play something. Actually, I'll just, I'll just, uh, I'll just play like a little track that I made not long ago. So, yeah, here it is. Dang, that was dope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that was just, just a little taste, um, of, you know, what I like to do. Like piano, it's really great, but then I also, Would you, you know, ever I'm think of coming with an album? I'm actually, just your beats. yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm actually not opposed to that, except I probably wouldn't just do like beats. I could probably just do like a mixture of just like, cause I don't, I don't want to be defined or, or defined as just like a, a beat maker. You know, because uh-huh. I want to be defined as like, just like a musician overall, you know, because, you know, producing music isn't just the main, isn't the main thing I do. Like at at heart, the, ma- the main thing that I like to do and that most people around here know me for is just playing piano and playing organ or bass at different places, you know, because I'm, I'm a musician at the end of the day. Okay. So it's almost like, you know, producing and beat making is like my side thing to me you know but yeah because i'll also like um people will have me like play piano on their tracks and different things like that or add some like strings or you know just arranging different things so yeah at heart like i'm like a musician you know i feel like i can bring more to the table sometimes than just like a regular someone that just makes beats because i feel like i have a little bit more insight to some things so you'd produce I'm I'm confused. Um I'm very confused. Oh okay, okay. So you have like you have like you have like a beat maker, right? And okay. then you have like a producer, if that makes sense. Like okay, so like a produ I heard this in like a YouTube video once and it made like a whole lot of sense. So like a producer, right, is the guy that kinda of like oversees like the whole project. So they might so as a producer you have to know how to do a lot of things. Okay. Right, you gotta know how to like mix vocals. You gotta know how to uh, you know, make a beat. You gotta know 
um, how to get like a team together to where you would have like a lot of chemistry with everybody, you know, because that's one thing that I definitely like to do is just um, just create a team that like I can vibe with. So if I'm just like, okay, yeah, I need um, guitar and bass on a track. I can I got like a bunch of different people that I could hit up to get the job done on that because because the, the producer really has like the vision. Okay. You know, the overall vision of like a song or like a project or whatever, you know. But the oh. beat maker, I'd say they could just be like a part of that process, but maybe not always who's the main f- thing. Wait, who's a famous like uh producer? DJ Khaled. Oh yeah. so he's not Cause, you know, useless. Cause yeah, no, like not at all. Like he like, you know, he brings like the whole thing together. There's a reason why like so many people want to like work with him. Like he has albums, but all the songs just have featured artists because he's just like, hey, I got an idea. Let's bring this together. You know what I mean? That's why every song, he's just like, oh, this artist could, you know, demolish on this track. Oh, this artist could do... Like, that's probably something I would do if I were to make a project. I would just make a whole bunch of songs and have other people sing on them. Oh, okay. Okay. For the longest time, I never understood what he did. (laughs) Because he's... Wow. Of course, he probably DJs too if it's in his name, you know. Huh. That makes me have a lot more respect for him. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So would he get? Does he get majority of the money then? Well, I mean that's up to however they want to split it. Because I mean I wouldn't really know all that because I'm still kind of getting into all that stuff myself. But they probably split it how they feel is fair to split. You know, probably the Record label gets some, artists get some, producer, you know. What do you think about record labels? <clears throat> sometimes they're good, sometimes they're very messy. Okay. But, um, like, it really all depends on the record label and how they treat their artists, you know. Because, like, I feel like sometimes they can be very limiting to what they're allowing artists to do or something like that, but... I don't know, but because they can make like more because the thing is like they can help you out a lot by like, you know, getting you on like different playlists and getting your like the promotion part and like uh, getting you concerts, venues, you know, all that good stuff. So like they can help out a lot on that side of just kind of like getting it's like it's almost like a marketing firm in a sense, except yeah, and then they get a percentage of the cut. Essentially, that's like a really, really, really broad explanation. Simple, very simplified. Because I was just looking into some of the um, artists, right? Yeah. And it really made me think about it when Big um, Big Sean's new album, it was like um, black artists making pennies on the dollar from what they really could be making. And I said, huh. All right. And then I looked into Youngboy. I looked into Mm -hmm. Youngboy. He was like, I would give y'all four free albums if I can get my master labels. Exactly. And I'm like, why would you? Because it's just like they just don't. Because a lot of people just kind of accept a deal without really fully looking into what they're getting into. That's why it's also really important to have a lawyer. You know, but I highly doubt you'll get a lawyer when you're like seventeen. <laughs> well, I mean, if you're well, it's probably not your thought process at the moment. You're just like, oh, hey, you know, I'm trying to get two, money, trying to get paid million? a good contract. Go crazy, yeah. Like, man, a lot of companies doing people out doing people dirty just because you know because aren't they about to another another person that um i think it was was, it wasn't ski max come out to zine 
It was someone like flopped very hard. Little pump? No, nah, it wasn't pump. <laughs> it was it was like that like same like six nine. No nah. flopping. Do you think he'll flop? Oh yeah, he'll, he'll. I think he's slowly kind of becoming irrelevant. I'm yeah. starting to see him like less and less on things. Like I feel like as long as like media did, platforms just did don't you give him to a the platform. Album? No, I don't think it's worth listening to anyway. I've oh, never man, really liked his style. It, it was it's too wasn't. too. Yeah, he says not good. It wasn't it wasn't yeah. good. Yeah, like, <laughs> like if he's getting low album sales, probably for a reason. You know, like I feel like at the end of the day, um, what matters is like people's attitudes. Sometimes it's just like if you spend your time just only clout chasing, but just not spending time perfecting your craft, then eventually you're gonna lose your clout. Or people are just gonna be like, okay, I've, I've this is kind of this. trash. I've, it's I've like, enough of it's like, yeah, I'm, okay, I'm tired of all this and all of that. It's like, okay, like you're supposed to be an artist, be an artist at the end of the day. But that's just my opinion. <laughs> I was listen, I was listening to the album, and I was like, this is really, this is a very bad look, especially yeah. like after all of this. Yeah. And this is the this this is the production. This is yeah. what what you gave us. I think six nine will be completely over in like a few months. I won't say a few months. I'd say give it a year or two because a the year? media media companies are still gonna give him a, a platform. Okay. Because but people have been like denying him interviews and different things because it seems like he's been trying to just get a bunch of interviews for some reason. Maybe probably to promote like his album or something. But it's just like. If you spend more time promoting yourself than your music, nobody's gonna care about your music. You know? I feel it. I feel it. But yeah. Did you listen to Big Sean's album? Nah, I gotta check that one out though. I'm gonna put that on my list. I got a list of people that I gotta listen to. So I'm gonna put that one Who on do my you have list. on it? Uh actually the list is on my computer. Cause usually I'll go live on Instagram, and uh, people will ask me to learn songs, or people will ask me to play songs on the piano. Cause I'll just go live and play the piano, and uh, people will often ask me to play songs that uh, I don't know, and I'll be like, "Oh, okay." And so it looks like people have uh, been. Uh, like let's see, they've been there is some song with Justin Bieber, another song by a tribe called Quest. There's another Prince song on there. So there's just you know, few people and artists that I could listen to. Do you think that you've been staying on path towards your goals? I feel like I could be working a little bit more hard than I am right now because one thing that I haven't really done as much is kind of like reach out to artists because I usually stay more reserved but one thing that i haven't really been doing that i need to do a lot more of is just reaching out to artists and just being like hey you know i'm a producer uh check out some of my stuff if you like it you know let's work here's my rates blah 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 blah. you know but yeah besides that i think uh in terms of um my production quality and things like that like i feel like i've gotten a lot better in just a year you know, because like I'll go back and listen to some of the stuff I made a year ago. I'm just like, wow, I've grown a lot. And I thought that stuff at the time was like top notch. I don't know. 
<laughs> I mean, like, it's still, like, pretty good. I'm not saying it's horrible, but I'm just, like, where I'm at now is a lot better compared to where I was last year. That's good. That's, that's always good. Yeah. You should never be on the same spot. Exactly. What do you see next? For myself? Yeah, for you. Um, I guess just uh, working with more people, working with artists, maybe doing, like, like more concerts. Uh. I don't know, cause like who's, cause I don't know who I'm gonna work with next. But I guess one thing that's really cool that I got going on is I'm actually partnering. This is one of like my favorite opportunities right now. I'm partnering with this, uh, this company called Shed Tracks, and what they do is they, uh, make drumless tracks for drummers to play along to. It's really, it's actually a pretty large community. Like they have twenty something 20 30 40 something followers on instagram uh they got they're starting up their youtube page now like a lot of famous drummers play to like their tracks because you know drummers are always looking for something to play along to and different things like that and the ceo his name is carlin mcculler he's a really great drummer and producer um he uh he reached out to me and said oh yeah i want you to be a part of this and just like making drumless tracks, cause he's just like, oh yeah, like I've heard some of your stuff, it's great, cause like I've all I've always loved making like tracks for drummers, cause like it really allows like my mind to be like free from mm-hmm. like constraint of like people thinking that my music is gonna sound weird, you know, cause like there's a lot of stuff that I'd want to make that I hear in my head, but it, you know, it wouldn't do too good on the radio, cause it's <laughs> not mainstream enough, you know. Okay, but um. So it really allows my creativity to kind of go off the walls. But yeah, it's, so that's going to be a really exciting opportunity for me that's going to be coming up soon. So yeah. Speaking on your Instagram, your stuff has been blowing up low key. Hmm. Kind of. Not well recent recently. Well the, there were a few videos that were doing good, but then recently if like maybe like the past I don't know, like 5 videos or so Six, yeah, past six videos or so. No, no, five videos. Yeah, there's a picture at the top. Like, they haven't done as well. I don't know if it's just the Instagram algorithms tripping or <laughs> anything like that, but a number of people have been saying that they haven't been getting as many, like, views and stuff on their videos, but, yeah. But it's been doing okay. But yeah. How did you think of the TikTok thing, of the TikTok... Um... How to make a blank beat. Oh, the uh how to make like a remix one? Yeah. Oh yeah, that one was that one was really fun. Like I actually got inspired with for that one from uh so recently um I came out with uh this this remix project that was just released by this artist named Lil Byron. He's the son of Mr. Talkbox who made that intro at the beginning of 24 Karat Magic, like, the and it sounds all computery and stuff. Oh, like, God. Yeah, he's, he's uh, that guy's son. And he invited me to be on um, a remix project for his recently released single called Cha Cha Cha. And he, he released that one, like, earlier last month, and he had me and a few other producers do, like, a remix. So I was like, okay, cool. So I made my little remix, and then he showed me this remix that one of the other guys made and I was just blown away. I was like, Oh my gosh, my 
remix is trash compared to this guy's. <laughs> wow. So rather than just being like jealous and be like, oh man, this guy's way better than me, blah, blah, blah. I'm just like, okay, what can I learn? Right. So I took some concepts from his remix and I kind of like, uh, oh, the guy that remixed it, his producer name is like BGR. You guys should go check him out. It's super dope. And um, I got really inspired. And I took some elements from that and I kind of made my own little thing out of it, you know, because it was something that I, it was something I'd never really explored with much before. So I made it. I was just like, oh, this would make a great video, you know? So I was just like, okay, how to make a remix or a song remix or whatever. And then just kind of put it together. And I had a lot of fun with it and people seemed to really enjoy it too. So, yeah. That's cool as fuck. Yeah. Speaking of TikToks, you worked with Hip Hop Perry. How was that? Oh, yeah. So, so here's how that happened. So um, I posted a video not long ago of the, you know, the go, go, go. And I made yeah. like a little like remix of it for for drummers to play to. You know, like I was at a, uh, I was doing that thing with Shed Tracks, you know, just making drumless tracks. I made something for, you know, musicians to kind of play along to because I figured... That there's people because I saw like somebody playing the drums of that track and be like, oh man, that'd be really cool if there was some extra stuff added to it. Mm-hmm. So in order to make it, I actually had to recreate the hip hop Harry song sound for sound, like, like, like I had to sample the go thing, and uh, I had to find like the exact uh, patches and musical sounds that they used in the song. In order to recreate it, so that Jesus took a while. Christ. Yeah, <laughs> so I did that, and then I added my own little sauce to it, and then uh, I took videos, took a video of myself playing drums with it, and then I posted it, and a lot of people, like over a hundred people, have like asked me for the track, like individually, because I didn't, I purposely didn't put the link in my bio. I just asked. I, I regret not doing that. But, <laughs> I, had, I had to email it to everybody individually, but I actually really enjoyed it because then. You know, people can come back and say, hey, thanks for making this track. And, you know, it makes it like a more personal interaction rather than just being like, link in my bio, link in my bio, link in my bio. You know, I really wish they could just, you could just put a link on a post. Like, why hasn't Instagram done that yet? Like, they must have some special reason behind it. I don't know. But, um, yeah. Whole time they just haven't thought of it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, I guess. I don't know. There's probably a reason that they don't do it because I'm sure they have thought of it by now. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Five. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Yeah. But yeah. Wow. Every time I talk to you, I learn so much more about music. It's so <laughs> crazy. Yeah, I try to share the little knowledge that I know, but yeah, I'm not an expert. If you but. want to check out David and his work. Oh yeah, you could you could check me out on Instagram at dsmith.p d s m i t h dot p or um yeah that's that's pretty Please much like just, just go to the name. What? <laughs> change nah. your username, make it something easy. No, that's that's simple. The heck, <laughs> it, it used to be David Smith 0308, like that. Oh, okay, fair yeah. enough. So fair that enough. was longer. So, like, I shortened it to dsmith.p like maybe two years ago or so. But oh, never mind. Okay, yeah. the way you said it made me think of like a whole, like, a yeah, because it's like a like a period, you know, like okay. D Smith period p, d Smith dot p, like not d o t, yeah, like, like, a, <laughs> like a dot, you know. <laughs> So you follow me on there. That's where I post most of my content and stuff like that. If you really want to, you can follow my TikTok. I literally post nothing on there. I just tell people to follow my Instagram. So follow my Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, if you're still here, I'll just say thank you so much for listening. And...
Yeah. Appreciate it. Have yeah. a good day. Oh, follow me on Instagram at Sensei NK. Add me on Snapchat at Sensei NK. And my Venmo is also Sensei NK. Yeah, have a great day. Sensei NK. Have a great day. <laughs> TSP signing off.